0: The work comes in when it's not working. You feel like you're failing, you're frustrated, and you keep going. And only the successful entrepreneurs are the ones who keep going. You can feel defeated. You can feel disappointed. You can feel let down. You can feel those feelings, but don't let those feelings then drive your actions. You are listening to the Not for Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 526. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Not for Lazy Marketers podcast. I hope you are having an amazing week. This week that this episode comes out, I am going to be in Colorado. So I'll be very happy because I love the mountains so much in Texas, Austin, well, all of Texas, but. I live in Austin, Um, has hit that spot where every day is either 90 degrees Fahrenheit or more. And so I get a little grumpy about it because I like to be outside. Um, But I always break up my summer with a lot of trips. And so we have – I'm actually like a 95% going to Alaska at the end of July, which has been on my bucket list for two years. I'm so excited. I'm going with my husband, with no kids and we're doing a week in Alaska. I say 95% because we haven't planned it yet. (laughs) We decided it and we have the childcare set up, but Alaska can get booked like the trains and the things I want to do. So I'm hoping that we can still go. But that has been on my bucket list for like – well, forever, but specifically the last two years I have – wanted to do that really, really badly. um, And we're doing it. So I'm very excited and just excited. Yeah, we're we're going to the mountains. We're going to California. I love the summer in the sense that it gives me this like reason and desire to travel and go make a lot of memories with my kids, sometimes on my own. Um, So yeah, this week I'll be in Colorado. I'll be doing some good hiking. Um, I'm with actually my immediate family. So my three younger brothers and my mom, and her husband, um, they do like an annual trip. And this year I uh, decided to join. I didn't join it last year, but I decided to this year. So, wow, you guys, I think I might do a separate podcast on like a life update. I don't know. I sometimes am like, do you guys really care about this stuff? But this week that I'm recording this episode has just been a week and I have a lot of takeaways in just business growth. Um you know, crossing over some new levels on things, some some massive success that was huge wins for me. And then the ability to really have a very chaotic like Let me throw you 95 curveball weeks. You all know as an entrepreneur what those weeks are like and to be able to survive it and not only survive it but thrive through it in the best way that I have ever been able to as an entrepreneur Um, and really just like one big thing I've learned. I'm not going to get into that in this one, but one big thing I've learned is I have slowly over time nailed the skill and i think continue will continue to forever to build my tolerance to be able to stand in chaos and still be present and i think that as an entrepreneur you can only get to that next level whatever that is for you if you can handle what you have today and especially as you grow a team like i will think about this all the time i'm like okay my team is you know 18 people right now what happens when it's 100 i mean if i act like I'm freaking out when something goes wrong or I go into reactive mode or I can't handle what I'm given today. Well, there's no way I could have a bigger team. So I have to learn how to handle that. So for the last year, I've really worked on not letting those weeks where curveballs are thrown my way and letting those kind of like derail me and put me into this like, oh my God, I want to quit. Like this is so terrible and almost like feeling bad for myself and complaining and just being like, it is what it is and like laughing and getting through it. And yeah, so that is not what I'm talking about today though. I wanted to do an episode um, in today's podcast on the content around kind of a recap from the client interview series that we did last week and pull in some takeaways for you guys that I personally had after those interviews, which if you haven't listened to all of them, go back. They're like max 30 minutes. Some are a little bit less. They were just so good. and I. You know, loved hearing all the different stories. I think my favorite part was hearing all the different stories and how people got started and had their first sales Um, and and like the differences. But also today what I want to talk about is like the traits that all of them had. And you may have heard me like throughout the interview go like, oh, yeah, like that's a trait, you know, that you have. Um, But I'm going to kind of summarize them here. Because I think that this was a big theme. These four traits that every single one of our most successful clients had that I interviewed last week, it's something that I think I have and has led to my success and also other successful entrepreneurs when you go and kind of look at their business and look at who they are. So the first one that all of the people, the business owners and entrepreneurs I interviewed last week had and I think every successful entrepreneur has is working hard and giving it a hundred and ten percent with no expectation but to just show up. Like their commitment starts in their business with I'm gonna show up no matter what. And of course everybody goes into business to eventually make money. And like we want that to happen as soon as possible. And it's frustrating and it's really hard when that doesn't happen. But All of these entrepreneurs that I interviewed last week and every successful entrepreneur I know and even for me, like when things get hard in my business, let's say I'm not – I have a – last year when I had a real slowdown and we weren't making the sales that we wanted to, I still showed up. I still came on my podcast. I still made content. And the commitment in those times becomes you got to show up and it's like that is the goal is consistency. And showing up and doing so even when something doesn't work. And that is like so huge and so key here because the stories that came out in these interviews were around like something wasn't working. I specifically remember Adrienne's, I think it was Adrienne's, where she said for four months she said she was not getting sales and she was showing up. And then Lacey, who for years posted on social media and didn't even have her digital business yet. And so making the goal to show up and be consistent even when something doesn't work is a trait of successful entrepreneurs. Because if you say, I'm only going to show up if I get an immediate reward for that, you're not going to be successful. It's, this is the same thing in health and fitness and, you know, losing weight and becoming healthy. You might, you will probably hit a period where you don't have as much results as you want as quickly as you want. And if you give up, like you're not going to get to your end result. The, the real work comes in when you say, okay, I'm not where I want to be yet, but I'm not giving up. I'm going to keep going. And my goal is consistency. My goal is to keep showing up. So that's the first one. And this is something I feel that I do very well. Like I said, like I've definitely had months, seasons, quarters in my business where things were not working the last last year in the summer and the year before in the summer. And this year, I think we're going to avoid it. I'm so excited because we worked really hard. We're about to have our best month and it's June, which is huge. And also just goes to show that you can always be successful. And I'm actually going to be doing a training really soon about how to avoid the summer slump. So watch out for that. Anyways, the last two years in the summer for me were really hard. And I guess we're not through summer, but I think I'll avoid it this year. Um, There could have been times where I was so stressed that I could have been like, I'm not going to make podcasts this week. Like, I don't want to do that or, you know, I'm, I'm doing this training or I'm doing this and it's like it's not converting into sales, so I don't want to do this. But I didn't because my goal was to show up. My goal was not to quit. My goal was consistency. Results become a byproduct of that. Does it work every single time? No. But does it work a lot of the times? Yes. Number two, the second trait that the most successful entrepreneurs have is grit, Hands down, like, this is so key. The willingness to do whatever it takes to be successful. I mean, it's like my entire identity. It is how I've been since I was a kid. It is not just how I am in business. Like, when I get set on something, it will happen. It's just a matter of when. And so that's where my saying, marketing always works, it's just a matter of when has come from because I do believe, and not even just believe, I know because I've seen this over and over and over again, that if you are willing to put in the effort until something happens, you can have anything you want. And the pathway to getting there may not look like what you think it's going to look like, but you will get there. And you've got to be like open to the pivots and the adjustments and and to the feedback of what's working and what's not working, but you will get there. It's just a matter of when. And I see this in my daughter now especially, and it's cool because like she gets, you know, hooked on something or even my oldest, my son, um, it could be like I want to do this project or I want to you know, achieve this goal. And it's like they do not stop until they they have it. And that's how I was as a kid. And I would get obsessed with whatever that was. I mean, it could literally be like, oh, I'm going to have a sleepover with my friend. And like I that is going to happen 100%. And I would do like a presentation for my parents. And I was relentless. And I know it was exhausting to parent. But I think that sometimes kids might be like that and then it gets watered down as they get older. Because what does society tell us? Like, oh, that's not possible. You need to follow the rules first before you go do that. You need to do this. You need to check these boxes. Like, you can't think that big. You can't do that. And I think that, you know, the, um, the grit to move through when things are challenging and when something – like, the real work happens when something doesn't work and then you continue on. Because it's so freaking easy to keep going when something's working. Like when you're winning and you're like, this is awesome, you know, I'm getting results, I'm making money, or whatever it is. Like when you're accomplishing and things are working well, of course you're gonna keep going. That's not hard. The work comes in when it's not working, you feel like you're failing, you're frustrated, and you keep going. And only the successful entrepreneurs are the ones who keep going. You can feel defeated. You can feel disappointed. You can feel let down. You can feel those feelings, but don't let those feelings then drive your actions. You got to say, okay, I'm disappointed in this. I'm frustrated that this is not working. And I have been there so many times, but what am I going to do about it? How am I going to show up differently? What actions am I going to change? What is working? What is not working? What's an idea? I need to just move forward and take the next step. If you sit in this place of like nothing is working and I wish somebody could come save me and I need a coach to tell me what to do and maybe if I buy a program and why doesn't it work for me and this sucks, like nothing ever works for me. You know what I'm talking about. We get in that victim mentality and we all do it, even myself and I've worked on this. Like I just said at the beginning, I had a crazy week this week and in the past, even just a year ago, I would have reached out to a coach or reached out to a friend and my language would have been, God, this sucks so much. I just hate growing a team. I hate this. Like, why does this always happen? Why does it not feel easy to me? I don't even want to do this anymore. That would have been my language. Instead, now, you know what I say to myself? And and it took a little bit of like whipping myself into shape of like, who, what am I even saying? I'm so grateful for my team. Like, who am I to say that? And let's just keep going and not look at things from like that perspective. And so the willingness to do whatever it takes to be successful. And I think it's really important to remember that doesn't mean you're going to never have negative feelings and thoughts about your business or your success or what you're achieving. You're going to still have those. It's just do you choose to let those drive your actions or not, okay? The third trait that all of these entrepreneurs have is not being afraid to take risks and get support quickly. And it was different in all the different interviews. It was interesting to kind of hear the stories. Like some ran their own ads for a little while. Some didn't. Some invested sooner. Some waited longer. And that also just goes to show you guys that there is no one-size-fits-all path of exactly when you should do something. None of them said that they wish they did it later. Some said they wish they did it sooner. And they all had their own experience and their own journey. And so that's why it is also important to remember there is no one-size-fits-all, like here's your roadmap at exactly this revenue level and exactly this place is when you do this. It doesn't work that way. But they all were not afraid to take risks and not afraid to get support and not afraid to fail. And you you cannot grow a massively successful business without support. I don't care what you say. And when people come to me and they're like, how are you doing all this? I'm very transparent and like, I have a lot of help. I am directing, right, my life and my team and my business. And that is how I grow my business and have the impact I have. I'm not doing all this. It's impossible. And so that's never the goal. And I have always been willing to take risks, get support, whether that was investing in a high-level coach, whether that was building my team, whether that was, you know, investing in in something in my business. And I've made mistakes. I've learned. I've made not smart decisions around that. I've made great decisions around that. But I'm willing to take the risks. And I do not sit in the place of what if for a very long time, if any. Like I decide almost too fast um, when it comes to those things. But I did see with the clients that that was a, a theme that I interviewed. Okay, the fourth trait that they all had was a very deep understanding and care for their ideal customer. And I think I said this in, I think it was Jeannie's interview that we pointed out how making the priority to serve your audience as number one, sales becomes a byproduct then and it becomes easy. And so if you make the goal of your business, I'm going to show up. I'm going to solve their problems. I'm going to do the work. I'm going to help them. And that is your motivation for why you do everything you do each day. Everything else becomes easy. If you're like, I got to make as much money as possible. And I'm not saying making a lot of money is bad. Money is the scorecard of business. If you're serving your audience well and you understand them and you're solving their problems, you're going to make a lot of money. And that's great. I have no problem with that. I am not someone who's like, there shouldn't be billionaires. That's BS. So if you prioritize serving your audience and you think about that, you will always be fine. I say this all the time too. If you have an audience, you have a list and you have an audience and you are like the economy change and they go through something, as long as you keep serving them, you will be fine. You don't have to fear those things because at the end of the day, why do we have businesses? It's to solve people's problems. It's to help people. So make that the priority. And I could feel on a very deep level, all of my clients in these interviews, on a very deep level that they cared so much about their ideal customer. I feel the same way. Like getting on a training and being able to help my audience, whether or not they buy from me that day is fine. Like they might buy from me in a year from now, they might never buy from me, but I get to have this impact and I care so deeply about businesses and them getting to a successful point with their marketing and having the impact and building the life of their dreams and all of the things that successful marketing can lead to. That's always my priority. And I always cringe when I hear someone say something like, "Well, I'm just tired of all these people who are trying to get free things from me." And I know why they're saying it. I just – it just comes off like that's not why you're doing it. I know you have to make money as a business, but you don't know those people who are getting free things from you today, they might buy from you in six months from now. And sure, there will always be the people who never buy. That's their own limiting belief. They won't be successful. But that's not the majority of your audience. And so make your priority to serve and solve your ideal customer's problems. And that will lead to nailing your offer, which all of the interviews I did nailed their offer. And we talked about that. Like that was the key to their success is they had the offer that people wanted. And that is so underrated in marketing because I don't think people realize how big of a difference that makes. You can get all the leads all day and the audience all day. If your offer doesn't solve your audience's problem, or at least they perceive it, To be able to solve their problem when you explain the offer, you're not going to sell it. And the reason all of these clients I interviewed are able to nail their offer is because they know their ideal customer and they want to serve them. They want to have an impact. They want to change their lives. That's their priority. Okay, the fifth and final trait is also something I feel like is my whole life and I embody Um, which isn't like, oh, everybody has to be like me. But this is something that I think has a 100% led to my success. And I saw it in all of these clients and I see it in almost every successful entrepreneur, way more successful than me that I talk to. And that's speed. The ability to get back up, make a decision, make a move, take a next step as fast as humanly possible. You are gonna do 10 things wrong and one or two might work. But the speed at which you execute and you take action and you go to the next thing and you fall down and you get back up and you're like, boom, 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 I'm going to do this. I think it was Lacey's interview where I pointed this out to her and she's like, yeah, I used to come on your calls when I had Market Like a Pro, my Done With You program. And she's like, and I just would implement it the next day. She didn't sit there overanalyzing. She didn't sit there wondering if it would work, being afraid. And and like I understand from an – compassionate standpoint why you guys do that and why entrepreneurs do that but it is hindering your success. And so speed is so huge in business and I think when I compare myself to other, you know, agencies or entrepreneurs similar like in a similar space as me and maybe we started out at the same time and why I was able to skyrocket to the level that I am today is speed, honestly. It's it's in executing at insane speed. Like, okay, we're going to do this thing. I have this idea. We're going to get it together. And my team to an extent has had to slow me down a little bit. And as you grow, you have to be a little bit more intentional. Um, especially when you have, want to have like bigger, uh, launches and and you've got to like change things that, you know, an entire team of 18 it's, it's the bigger the ship the harder it is to change the way, the direction it's going or to change the steering. But I execute insanely fast and anybody who knows me knows that. And, and one of the things about being on my team is like someone just said like I'm not sh- – like we asked for a referral and they're like I don't think they could keep up with the Team Hirsch pace. And all of these successful entrepreneurs I know, it's like fast execution. Get up. You fail. Get up get up the next day, don't stay in that place of stagnation and paralysis because that is killing your success. So that is the fifth trait. I hope you guys enjoyed the interview and this kind of recap I think is really valuable. And if anything, you know, I want you to take this list and not look at it. You know, I don't know if this thought will come up, but this is something I'm personally working on is my inner voice is very critical of, of me. And so in the past, if I heard a list from someone successful, I may have been like, well, you suck. You're not doing one, two, three, you know, and, and don't look at it like that. Look at it all as opportunity. If you have an opportunity to um, make the commitment to keep showing up, do that. If you have the opportunity to make decisions a little bit faster, take a little bit more risks, just be more aware of that. Do it from a place of not like berating yourself for not doing it But also ask yourself, okay, out of this list, what could I improve? Where's my opportunity? Because I'm telling you and I guarantee you, if you do more of these things, you will be successful. If you embrace these traits and you try to learn how to utilize them for your success in your business, you will be more successful. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. I will talk to you guys on Thursday.